What is good, everyone? Welcome, Sports World, to the Family Feud Sports Podcast and our Super Bowl 53 special. I'm your host, Chris Dell, the mad journalist, sitting here with the godfather, Mr. Alan Dell, former Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer, and jumping straight into the game this Sunday, Mr. Alan Dell, Super Bowl 53. You've been here on this beautiful earth for all 53 Super Bowls, not to give away your age too much. What are your thoughts? Who you got in this game? Well, I'm telling you what, I'm going against the grain, at least the public grain, because I, I like the Rams. Uh, I just everything I like about they have the better team, they have more talent. All I hear is okay, the 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 Patriots have Belichick and Brady, and that's a lot. But but the Rams have everything else, especially if Goff can play. I, we nobody knows how healthy he is, but if he can play, that gives them another weapon. I I just I like that. Oh, you mean Gurley? Girly, I'm sorry. What did I say? You said golf. Oh, my bad. Okay, so continue. As you're saying, you no, said, so yeah, you, I, I say. So, you, so, they, so the Rams have everything except for Belichick and Brady. And huh? that, to a lot of people, that's enough, especially getting a tight game going down to the finish line. But uh, I, I'm, I'm just saying, there's something about the Rams I like. I like McVay, the the wonder kind, the boy wonder kind. It's Hefe, man. You know, the 12 year old coach who masquerades as a 33 year old. I like him. Ooh. Uh, why can't they win? I mean, Belichick, yeah, he's great, but he's gonna, ha- he's gonna. Ha- this is the best team he's had, and, and it's really ironic that the Rams' run defense, which which wasn't very good during the regular season, has been stellar in the postseason. So that's something that uh, the Patriots are gonna have to deal with. They can't get the running game going. That's that's gonna be tough for Mr. Brady. Point well it's taken. Good, good points there all around. Every single time you turn on the TV and you hear people talking about why the Rams will win, they all say Aaron Donald. And you think about Bill Belichick and and what he brings to the table as as a great coach and a great guy who's gonna scheme against teams in big matchups like this. And you think the Patriots are gonna scheme against Aaron Donald. And and the Patriots have arguably the best, if not one of the best, offensive lines. In the NFL, you saw what they did to make, basically make Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa look invisible in the in the AFC semifinal matchup. That and a lot of people were picking the Chargers to win that game. I know the Patriots were at home, but running backs in terms of pass catching running backs have actually eaten the Rams up. And I know they held Zeke in check. I mean, the Cowboys' offense. I don't think you could compare here. But how about last? or two weeks ago almost now in, in the NFC Championship, Alvin Kamara in just three quarters, Mr. Allendale, 12 catches, 115 yards on 14 targets. And you look at what James White has done in the recent Super Bowls, one of the best pass-catching backs in that system. You could say New England doesn't have just Brady and Belichick. They got the best running game in the NFL right now. So what are the Rams going to do to not only stop Michelle up the middle, but James White out of the backfield? Are they going to have enough for that with just Aaron Donald and Dominick and Sue? Well, they rush up the middle, and they really put the pressure on Brady. I mean, he's been untouched. I don't think that that's going to last. Get away from me, a little shit. Well, you, you look at the – Brady has not been sacked in two playoffs games He hasn't games been touched, so I don't yeah, think. He, it's, except for that little graze mark they called the roughing the passer on when it came to the Chiefs that, that, that could have tilted and, that game. And let's not forget that interception that Brady threw that was called back on an offside – Offsides by the Chiefs. Yeah. Well, if that isn't called, that game could have gone the other way. But we were talking about the Chiefs. Well, that, that was that was the whole week after the, the the championship weekend was that oh which calls blue which game and that could have turned this around and that. But unfortunately, that's how sports goes. And and even the the the, the competition committee in the NFL they know there there are circumstances and consequences for things that happen when it comes to bad calls and bad penalties. And I think you'll see some changes in the offseason, but forget about the missed calls, the bad calls, what have you. 
when you look at the Patriots, the one interesting stat that stood out to me, and 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 I'm into the whole fitness thing right now. Uh, if if you don't know and you're listening here, I, I've lost 150 pounds. This is going to lead to a point here. I'm not just trying to to, to brag and boast about myself, but he's carved talking up, about, folks. You know, I'm I'm carved up right now. I got the monster sugar-free energy drink sitting right next to me, but. Talk about BMI is the statistics when you a statistic when you look at health and fitness. It's your body mass index. The Rams have the lowest body mass index in terms of their top their, their roster from top to bottom. The lowest in the league. That means they're the smallest. They have the smallest bodies when it comes to their size and their physicality. And that a lot of that has to do with the defensive line and the offensive line. The Patriots have the third highest body mass index at thirty one point seven eight. And you wonder why their offensive line has been able to push people around. Their defensive line has been able to put pressure on people like Patrick Mahomes and Phillip Rivers as they have in the last two weeks. I just think that's an interesting statistic that because I think it. the Patriots can really not just I, – I, I think they can double Aaron Donald, and I think they can take him out of the game. And if he's out of the game, Ndamukong and Sue, I know they have Dante Fowler Jr. on the end. I mean, those – but Brady's one of the best quarterbacks in terms of checking down to his running backs. He throws these laser short passes out of the backfield that some quarterbacks, they loft them over the top, and it takes a few extra, maybe a few extra milliseconds or even just a full second to get into the running back's hands. Brady zips it to James White when he does that, and James White hasn't even been that uh, uh, such a big part of the offense outside of that San, Di- uh, not San Diego, outside of that Chargers game in the second round when the, the Patriots' first playoff game. He, he had what, some, something like 18 or 19 targets okay, in well, that game. So Michelle Burkhead, that's thunder and lightning. Can the Rams really stop well, both well, those let, guys? Let me throw something, man. Let me counteract that by one thing. Those hefty boys, those big old farm boys, oh, uh, yeah. they may tire at the end, which is maybe why the Patriots gave up 24 fourth-quarter points to the Chiefs. How about that? Catch me and if, if How about that? Mahomes would have got had a chance to. Uh, but their offensive line didn't tire is what I'm saying. Not just the defense. I'm not necessarily talking about, look, the, the yeah. de- defensive tackle for the Patriots, one, one of their defensive tackles, um, I'm forgetting his first name right now, is Shelton. He has the highest body mass index in the league at 44.39, so maybe he weights that up a little bit. But their offensive line, one of the biggest and one of the best, maybe they will wear down Aaron Donald and the vaunted defensive lineman for the Los Angeles Rams. When it comes to the other side of the ball, I agree with you. Todd Gurley. Is he healthy or not? I, I don't think that's really the question anymore. I think the question is, is is uh, is is he is he going to be in the game? Is he going to have have the momentum and, and be fresh? Because he hasn't played a full game healthy in probably almost two months from now. Uh, since you know, I mean, yeah. it's, I think it was that Sunday night game against the Eagles where he really got banged up, and since then it's been we haven't seen the same. Well, Todd I, I'll give you that, but uh, the Rams also have the rejuvenated bowling ball and C.J. Anderson, so. Yeah, he's been a terror. I mean, they just picked him off the street, and it's just like rolling a ball down the lane. I mean, how yeah, silly no, absolutely. C.J. Anderson's been revived. He said that he's got the man pregnancy weight on him. His his wife's pregnant, and he's putting on the weight for her too. But Damn. people talk about Gurley being a, a sneaky play and and daily fantasy and and being the X factor in this game. I think they're too stuck on the fact that he racked up all those touchdowns early in the season. And look. I had Gurley on my fantasy team, and he helped me to win second place. He got me to the playoffs, but I saw every single Rams game this year, maybe give or take a quarter or two, and Todd Gurley is a product of the scheme that the Rams run and and, and the offensive line and the structure of the play calling and what Sean McVay brings to the table. I'm not saying Gurley's not a talented player by any means, but he's not creating these plays on his own. You, you talk about overall running back talent – 
and you bring up a guy like Saquon Barkley to Todd Gurley, I, I don't even think there's even a comparison that Barkley is a superior talented running back to Todd Gurley. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because C.J. Anderson is better for their scheme right now than Gurley is. So how much is Gurley going to get? I think at best this is a split backfield. And you look at the last two weeks, Anderson has outtouched Gurley 40-23 to 23 overall. That's almost double. Well, let's not forget the Rams' run defense. They, have, they held Dallas and New Orleans to a combined 2.3 yards per carry. Yeah. Uh, surrendering a grand total of 98 yards rushing and against two of the stronger rushing teams. And they also did a good job against Seattle, which had the best running team in the league. So let's not discount the Rams defense. They came back from a 13-0 deficit in the first quarter against the Saints. And maybe the Rams are a little motivated because everybody's telling them they don't belong in this game. So. In my opinion, yeah, I mean, that's You could say that the, the, I think the Patriots have all the motivation in the world because it, it, when, when one person in the universe says the Patriots are overrated or they don't deserve to be there, the Patriots know how to rally around that bullet, bulletin board material. You see Edelman going crazy on the sidelines, screaming at Brady, saying, you're too old, you're too old. And, and I love that. I think man, people are not, now the whole debate that, that what Dan Patrick brought up this week is always oh, Julian Edelman, a Hall of Famer, and people are coming out of the woodwork screaming no he's not you think Julian Edelman's not using that as extra motivation for this game also I mean like like I said you talk, you talk about the Rams defense but overall for the entire season you, I, I think you look at game flow of the Cowboys game where the Rams got out to a big lead early and that kind of forced the Cowboys to go away from the run and go away from Zeke Elliott I, and I don't think the Cowboys offense compares to what the Patriots are bringing to the table in terms of experience definitely and, not and, at the quarterback and yeah. balance and not at quarterback overall but the the Cowboys have one piece on offense and that's Zeke Elliott yeah you, know, you saw the Patriots last week uh, in the championship game the AFC championship Burkett scored two touchdowns. They were using Sonny Michelle. They were using James White. You've seen James Devlin, the fullback, have catches out of the backfield. They got four guys who can run the ball in that backfield. I'll take the Patriots running game over the Rams running game, and I really think both teams are going to try really hard to establish the run in this ball game. I think you're going to be looking at an old-school classic type of run-the-ball Super Bowl where it's close throughout the game. I don't see the – I don't see the, I'm picking the Patriots. I, I got the line early at minus two. And I, and I like that. I got a, I got another line at minus two and a half. I, I see some books moving to minus three now. Cash, and I, I think it could be a field goal type game. The Patriots have not won a Super Bowl game by more than four points, I believe. In they their haven't, five scored, Super Bowl they wins. haven't scored more than three points in the first quarter in the last. In, in the all round. of them. Yeah. yeah. They, so the Patriots, so you're talking about a, a bet to make. Yeah. The Patriots have scored three points combined in eight Super Bowl first quarters. Uh, we're going to talk. History, the underdogs are 8-2 eight, eight and two against the spread in the last 10 Super Bowls. Taking out Super Bowl, uh, I think it was 49, which was a pick'em game. I, I hesitate to use stats like that to try to make my bets because you have two different teams every year in the Super Bowl. And, and look, the Rams opened this Super Bowl as, as betting favorites in, in Vegas overall. So I think when you look at that... I don't know. The, the current totals is that 70% of the bets are have been made so far in New England, 79% of the money on New England. So you say the public, yeah, they're, bet, they're putting the bets on New England, but the sharp money and the sharp bettors, the, the professional bettors, they're also putting the money on the Patriots. And, and then you look at the, the totals overall in, in terms of the money line, 62% of the bets are on the Los Angeles Rams. So 62% of bets on the money line are picking the Rams to win straight up. However, 
out of the 62% of those bets, 77% of the money is on New England. So people are, professional bettors are laying big bucks on the money line for New England to win straight up. And, and I agree with them. I, I would take, I, I've taken a, a few of those bets as well. And my bankroll isn't as high as those guys. And how about, how about the over-under, talking about betting a little bit, 61% of the bets are on the over, but... 67% of the money is on the under. So a lot of smaller bets being made by, by the general public in terms of betting the over, but the actual sharp money, the professional bettors who lay big bucks on these games, they're putting the money on the under. And, and I'm agreeing with, with the sharp bettors on this one. It's, you know, I, I can't get too cute and try to be contrarian, but I think it's going to be under. I would not be I would not be surprised if both teams stay in the 20s in this game. I think the highest it's going to get is you're looking at a 28 to 24 win for the Patriots, maybe 28 to 27 win for the Patriots, some, something close like that where it stays under 55 points total. And don't be surprised if it's even lower than that. And there's a, a team in the teens when it comes down to this at, at the end of the day. So when you look at those numbers, I, I, I think another thing when we talk about Belichick trying to scheme is that he's going to try to take away Brandon Cooks, a, a guy who played for the Patriots last year. He was hurt in the Super Bowl. And you look at Jared Goff. Jared Goff has a 115.9 passer rating when targeting Brandon Cooks. And I think the Patriots on defense are going to try to take that away and say, hey, beat us with the run game. Let Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson beat us. We're not going to let Goff sling it down the field and throw it deep to Brandon Cooks. Well, C.J. Uh, Anderson closed the season with three straight 100-yard rushing games. And against Dallas, he had the 123 and two touchdowns. So I don't feel bad about that. It's a, a few interesting stats to know that the Patriots have the fourth highest rate of play action. 29% of the Patriots plays play action this year. League best, 9.9 yards per attempt. The Rams give up the second worst play action in the league. So you have the fourth, you have the league, the league best in terms of play action passing yard, yards per pass attempt. The Rams are giving up the second worst. I think that's an area of the field for the Patriots to exploit if they double team Donald on the line run play action effectively, that Brady can really have some, some success downfield, throwing to guys like Philip Dorsett, Chris Hogan, not to mention Edelman and Gronkowski. And, and look at in terms of the Patriots' defense, I, I think they, they have the, maybe the best cornerback trio in the league when you talk about Stephon, Stephon Gilmore, uh, J.C. Jackson. This is a really tough secondary that, that they can play man-to-man -man press coverage on the line just like they did against the Chiefs and slowing down Tyreek Hill. I think they can do the same thing that Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods. Gurley could be the ace in the hole if he plays and he's healthy. Well, you never know what he can give you. And Jack, Jared Goff, maybe he's the uh, underrated. He's not getting a lot of love. Uh, he's, he's, he's the one quarterback out of the four teams that made the, the final four that, that is considered the least polished, least skilled. But he's, he's played well, and, and he's really done well since uh, Sean McVay took over. So we'll see what happens. But I'm saying I'm going with those barking dogs. So, get, so the barking dogs. Who are you talking about? The underdogs. Yeah, here, huh? that's right. Like you know, five. What are they? Five and two. The dogs are five and two straight up in the last seven Super Bowls. You kidding me? Six and one against the spread. I, I got Rams. I got you. Okay, so give me your final score. I, I like the Rams. Uh, 37-33. Oh, man, so you got a 70-point yeah. total. You got, a, you got a shootout in this one, Mr. Absolutely, Allen. Absolutely, yeah. So not much about Gurley, but Jared Goff, huh? You got a big game from Goff. He's going to be MVP if they win in a 37-33 game, huh? Could be. Could who's be a super, in, in, your, in your dream world of 37-33 Rams, who's the Rams MVP in this game? Aaron Donald, Todd Gurley, C.J. Anderson, Jared Goff? I'll go with Jared Goff. Quarterback wins it most of the time anyway. Uh, they, they, they should give the MVP to Sean McVay if it's a 37-33 win. Give it to me. There you go. Mr. Allendale making his contrarian, bold Super Bowl oh. predictions and picks. I got the Patriots 28 
to 24. Keep those dogs barking. Peace out. Oh, yeah. I'm just fine, ma'am. Now pronounce your last name. Britain, Britain, Britain. 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 Just like the country. Yeah, with two T's. <laughs> Britain with two T's. Miss Irma, I love you already. I loved you a long time, Steve. Yeah. Steve Harvey. This the family feuding. Baby mama drama. Got the family losing. Smoking, back, out the front door fuming. I was just a student, now you look like foodie. Yeah. Hunger got me moving, starving artists too. I'm just being human, I'm a human being. I might start a movement, like the Carter two. When my bitch catch me cheating, we go shop for shoes. I'm getting even, now I'm getting even more than that. More than that, yeah. Switch pie, I want more than half. Yeah. You say I want more than that Hot and ready like you ordered that By the time you try to leave the nigga I was already done being with you You ain't gotta fight a nigga Baby, there's a door I'm agreeing with you Pack up and take a demons with you Make sure Make sure I'm done dealing with you Steve Harvey Bitch, the family feuding Baby mama drama Got the family losing Smoking backwards Out the front door fuming I was just a student, now you look like foodie yeah. Hunger got me moving, I was starving too I never bothered, but I could've been a Harvard student I was hardly stupid, but I was young and foolish On some ways to use shit, family feeling Well, let me ask something, Miss cause I ain't never asked Kentucky What is it that you love about me? You're tall, you're bald, rich, you dress well, you're funny.